hate to rush you, but you only you, you we cannot terminate after 20 weeks and you are 19 weeks. So you have to make your decision this weekend and call us on Monday. Oh and gosh. our appointment was on Friday. Oh, what a whirlwind. Oh my gosh. Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Every Thrive Podcast. This is episode 41. Um, October is National Miscarriage and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So here at Yet We Thrive, we decided that we wanted to exclusively tell people stories this month in order to help bring more awareness to what so many people have gone through. So this week we have Jasmine Licato sharing her story with us. But before we dive in, as always, we want to share something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. So Jasmine, what is something that's frustrating you? Have you ever planned a wedding? Oh. <laughs> it's been years, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like for three even though we're legally married, I'm a COVID bride. So yeah. mm-hmm. um we are having our wedding and it's like all the small, like final little details. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. And I guess at this rate, it's like things that like matter to me, but at the same right. time, in the grand scheme of my life, they, it doesn't <laughs> right. matter. That's fair. <laughs> so that's what's frustrating me at the yes. moment. But yeah. Uh, when is that? It's October 10th. Okay, coming up. So wow. yeah, we got married on April 4th. So we got married on 4 4. And okay. now we're having our wedding on 1010. And my friend pointed that out to me. And I was like, purely coincidence. No I way. <laughs> that's yeah. so fun. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Little yeah. Thing. A little anecdote. Yeah. Oh, it's bringing you joy. I would definitely have to say my golden doodle, my Mala Ellis. He is uh, definitely brought us so much joy. He's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, he oh, is. Puppy. The light of my little life. <laughs> yes, I love that. Man, puppies bring so much joy. Yes, they do. They keep you busy, but it's they so do. fun. They're like little pet therapies. You know? They really are. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Jasmine. And he learned he learned how to use the bell really quickly to go outside. So like that's even better. Oh, thank goodness. Awesome. I know, because that's always <laughs> it's always a gamble. <laughs> oh. Well, Jess, what's bringing or what's frustrating you, I guess? Um, my laundry room. So we, um, it's upstairs by our bedroom, which I love, Mm -hmm. but, um, everything about it, I don't, (laughs) um, we just, it's kind of bare. There's just a washer and dryer and then we keep our dogs in there, but like we have this weird gate in there and there's a place we had the builders put in, um, for a sink. We still need to get a sink. The washer and dryer itself is like, 50 years old. And so I can only do like very small loads at a time. Um, and we're a family of five. So I feel like I'm doing laundry all the time. Nonstop. Yeah. And you know, I have like big blankets too that I can't even wash. So then I take them to my neighbor's house. Oh no. Can I wash (laughs) anything? But something that's bringing me joy is my husband told me that we can get a new washer and dryer. Woo! Yay! <laughs> and, 
like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so we've been saving for it. And then we're just, I think we're going to just, you know, do the Black Friday sale. And Oh, yeah, that's a great like, get idea. Some, get some good Coming sales. Up. Yeah. So um, that is bringing me joy because I just keep thinking. I will not have to do laundry all day long. This yes. is great. That's amazing. So, yeah. What about you? I woke up with a migraine this morning. So I feel like oh, I no. say that at least like once a month. Yeah. Is that like we record our month's episodes worth in a day. Yes. And then I usually come in and I'm like, oh, my head hurts. So I think it's just the weather. This change in it's weather just, is hard. Yeah, it really I is. I suffer. I'm a chronic migraine sufferer. Oh, me um, too. I get Botox every three months. So Okay. The weather, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. It's it's yeah. raining here in Charlotte. It's been gloomy all day. Uh, but I haven't gotten a migraine, so that's I amazing. Guess that's a joy for me today, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's working then. When I keep up with the chiropractor, I do pretty well. I just, it's hard to get there with, you know, yeah. four kids and mm-hmm. busy lives, but it's so worth it when I go. I just, right. I do go this week. So thank goodness for that. Um, but my joy is also that the weather is changing because <laughs> I love fall. <laughs> I love the cooler temperatures. So it's just the rain and getting through these like heavy days. It's just the, where the weather yeah. just feels heavy. Um, yeah, it gives me a headache, but I'm excited that the leaves are going to start changing. And yes, it'll be so nice. Yeah, temperatures are dropping. So that's bringing me a lot of joy. So Jasmine and I, we met on Instagram through Yet We Thrive, actually. She's one of the first people that I connected with, and it's just been a huge joy getting to know her. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jasmine. We're so thrilled that you're thank, here. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. We're so, we just feel really honored that you're willing to share your story with us and with the world. So thank you for that. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes, I... I live in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm flight attendant for a major airline. Been it's doing so that fun. for about eight years. Um, I'm married. I've been with my husband for way longer than I'd like to admit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've only been married for a year, but we've been together since we were like 19. Oh, like on and off. sweet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And... Um, I am a dog mom and I'm a stepmom. I have a seven-year-old stepdaughter. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. sweet. All right. So let's dive right in. Can you tell us how your story began? Yes. So um, I will, I am going to, even though I got pregnant in October of last year, I'm going to say my story really began before that because mm-hmm. I never thought I wanted to be a mom. Okay. Like, I was like, I am an auntie for life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did not think I wanted to be a mom. Yeah. If you asked me about kids, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> 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 um, and then I got pregnant. Uh, wow. Yeah. Who, who knew if you missed two days of birth control pills, you would be pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's just how it happens sometimes. Yeah, who knew? Um, <laughs> so, that's crazy. So I got pregnant in October. And what was really crazy about it was one of my close friends was pregnant. She, at the same time, she had told me she was pregnant like two months prior. So wow. we were pregnant at the same time. And another one of oh. my close friends had a baby like the month before. 
So I was like, oh, this will be great. You know, all three of our kids will grow up together. And yeah, yeah. so that's kind of where my story began um, in October when I got pregnant. And then in February is when they told us um, that our son was sick. Um, Yeah. He had severe hydrocephalus and severe spina bifida. Mm. Yeah, they told me I would not even make it full term. Wow. Wow. So what did it feel like um, when the doctor gave you that news? We were devastated for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was 19 weeks pregnant when we found out that – he was sick. So I'm like, you know, uh, halfway through my pregnancy, yeah. we've already announced on Instagram, all of our family knows. Right. And we waited a long time. You know, we waited, what is that? Like the 12 weeks, yeah. 14 weeks, yeah. they stayed away and we waited. Yeah. Um. So when they told us, we we're like, how could this be happening? Mm. Um. We definitely cried. It was a very long day yeah. because we went in for our anatomy scan and that's when we found out everything. And then they sent us over to maternal and fetal specialists. Uh, and that took like, we had to wait for a couple of hours. And then we got in there and they got straight to the point. They were like, this is what your son has. You know, if you choose to keep him, then you'll have to undergo open fetal surgery, which is like where they would cut me open. They would cut, you know, my womb open. They would try to relieve some of the hydrocephalus, like try to get some of the fluid and stuff mm-hmm. out on his, um, but basically I could die on the table. Yeah. My uterus could rupture uh, and our son could die. Oh my my uterus rupture and I could never have children again. Um, you know, Ooh. it, my husband was like, no, yeah. we are not doing that. Right. So we chose to terminate. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the state of North Carolina, and the doctor literally said, I hate to rush you, but you only, you, you, we cannot terminate after 20 weeks and you are 19 weeks. So you have to make your decision this weekend and call us on Monday. Oh and gosh. our appointment was on Friday. Oh, what a whirlwind. Oh my gosh. That's a lot to handle yes. all at once. It's a lot to handle yes. period, but especially all at once. It, it was, oh, it was a lot. My, I call my best friend. She what um went to medical school she's a pathologist okay. and granted she's like I don't know a lot about you know the maternal fetal side of medicine but when I sent her the ultrasound she said from her residency of doing that she said it looked very bad oh. she said it was like one of the worst cases she had ever seen uh. um and we did research and more research and we just came to the conclusion that we wouldn't want our son to live like that. Right, right. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. No mom should ever have to make that decision. No. It's just not It's not fair. Ugh. I completely agree. It is not fair at all. And so, you know, I under, we did the d February 19th. Mm-hmm. And in June of this year, I found that I was pregnant again. Mm. So back in February when I had a DNA, they put in an IUD for birth control. Mm. Well, apparently my IUD fell out. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. So when they, when I found that I was pregnant in June, I 
such a pregnancy test and it popped up pregnant and I called my husband upstairs and he looked at it and he goes, how? How? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Seriously. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. What a shock. So I text my doctor and I was like, how does this work if I'm supposed to have an IUD? Right. You know? <laughs> oh my oh gosh. So I immediately called my best friend because I know she's tired of me calling her, but I'm like, you know, more medical advice. And... Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> right. And so she's like, I'm sure the pregnancy is fine. She's like, but if it does end up being a topic, she goes, you know, they'll give you medicine to dissolve the pregnancy, blah, blah, blah. But she goes, you two need to stay away from each other. <laughs> she's like, obviously birth control does not work. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Oh my goodness. So when I went to the doctor and they did the ultrasound, they were like, we don't see an IUD. And I was like, hmm, excuse me? Oh. <laughs> where, where could it have gone? And they're like, sometimes they excel oh. and you don't notice them. Oh, wow. So That's yeah. wild. Very wild. Oh, my gosh. All right. So pregnant again. So pregnant again everything was going fine until we went in for our 12-week appointment Mm. and when she pulled up the ultrasound I kind of immediately knew something was wrong because obviously after you lose one child to Mm. you know to to these different sicknesses and things you start getting online and you start researching other things that could go wrong Mm. so I have been online researching, you know, mm-hmm. other things because w- when you become a part of this community, you in Instagram like changes your stuff to where you see like all oh, it oh, matches yeah. up to what you've been looking at yeah. and whatnot. So I'm seeing all these other different stories about, you know, mm-hmm. anything, any and everything that can go wrong with babies. Right. So when she pulled up the ultrasound, I kind of knew something was wrong because of the I think it's called like the the nuchal transfold or something okay. like that. But okay. it's supposed to only measure um, like three and a half millimeters to five uh-huh. or no, maybe it's under that. Anywho, our baby was measuring 5.756. Oh. So the nurse, um, my husband goes, you don't see any fluid on the baby's brain or anything like that, you know, because we've dealt with that before and Mm -hmm. she didn't even answer his question and Mm -hmm. she goes I'm gonna let the doctor come and talk to you oh that's never a good sign and so we were like okay something is wrong Mm -hmm. and so the doctor comes in and tells us your you know your baby has some type of, of illness we don't know what it is and I said well I took the NIPT testing and I'm waiting for the blood work to come back on that Mm. I said, it's been eight days. We haven't heard anything back. So he told us, he said, it looks really bad, mm-hmm. but we're not sure exactly what it is. So later that evening, he called and he said that he had called the lab and put a rush order in on our NIPT mm-hmm. because he didn't want me waiting the weekend. Yeah. And um, yeah. our baby was diagnosed with trisomy 18. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, I honestly don't even know how you did not miscarry. Wow. So 
he had told us, he said, I suggest, and I said, I know what your suggestions are. I've been down this road before. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to terminate. So we terminated on August 27th. Mm. And, you know, it was like complete deja vu. Back in the hospital, back, you know, uh, talking to my doctor and everything else, like going through the complete same thing that I had just Mm. gone through Mm. five months prior. It was unreal to us that this was happening all over again. Yeah. Now, I don't know how it is in North Carolina, but here, well, where I've delivered my babies in Indiana, um, they do all of all the baby stuff, life or death, on the same floor. And it's excruciating to be losing your baby and then hearing down the hall the new babies crying. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. That is awful. Oh, it's awful. And the nurses are all like, we need you to complain to the hospital because they won't listen to us. But no mom should have to walk down the newborn hall knowing that they're going to be losing their baby. So... That's awful. Hopefully that is it, is it separate or was it separate for you? It was separate. Okay, it thank was separate. goodness. I, you go you go into it like you're going to a, for a normal surgery. Okay, okay, that's good. Thank goodness. Wow. Oh. Still though, that's just so close together. Nobody should have to do that one time, let alone two, let alone in the same year. Yeah, they said that they said the chances of this happening. First of all, the chances of both things happening because they did not relate to each other at all mm. were very slim. Um, but the chances of it happening twice, right. you know, yeah. back to back like that right. was unheard of. Ugh. Yeah. He said, you know, I've heard it happen to like one or two women. He's, but you know, on paper, I'm perfectly healthy. I'm yeah. 31. Yeah. I have no illnesses. I have no issues, mm-hmm. nothing. And, but yet, you know, in both times it's not genetic. Like, I almost feel like I would have some answers if it was genetic. Sure. Yeah. But it was just, you know, bad luck, basically. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how was your guys' relationship during that? How was your marriage during all of that? The first time around, my husband, he was really good. But mm-hmm. I think as time progressed, um, we both have two different grieving styles. Mm-hmm. And I got to sit at home and grieve because I had time off from work and my husband did not have that Mm -hmm. option. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's working while he's grieving. Right. And so we we butted heads a little bit, but at the end of the day, we realized all we had is each other. And this time around, he immediately, I mean, he didn't even tell me until like later that evening, the day that we found out he called the pastor that did our premarital counseling mm-hmm. and married us. Um, and that's a friend of his. And he got a session with the pastor and we went to see him that night. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. That's amazing. Ooh. Yeah. So he's been really, really good both times. I just wish that he had more time to be off and mm-hmm. like really get to heal right. from it. Like I have had the opportunity to do both times. Right. Right. I know. I wish that I I wish that that was something that companies would offer mm-hmm. is time to be able to grieve. Oh yeah. You know, if, a, yeah. if your parent or your grandparent passes, sometimes they'll allow you to, but mm-hmm. if you're, 
unborn baby right. passes. That's most companies don't have that no, worked I'm, in somewhere. Yeah. I remember when we lost ours, I, it was my surgery was on a Wednesday and I went to work that following Monday. Oh my gosh. And it was just like, Oh my goodness. But I, even that Monday, you know, I was still, bleeding from the surgery oh, yeah and so i was like i cannot do this you know so yeah. i think there should be something where you know because it's still a child and yeah. you know you oh absolutely yeah and your body after you know going through surgery or delivering like that you're that's some yeah hard stuff it takes a toll yeah it definitely takes a toll yeah my milk came in both times oh, oh that's such goodness. a hard wow <laughs> Yeah, the first time it came in and, you know, they tell you, oh, like, don't pump, don't do mm -hmm. anything and it should dry up. No, my I had so much milk come in. Oh, it was good. I was in excruciating pain. Yeah. Um, and that was something that nobody had even talked to me about. Yeah. Like the doctors didn't mention that or uh. you know, nurses didn't mention, oh, by the way, your milk might come in. That was something I, you know, learned very oh quickly on my own that oh surprised your milk came in. Wow. Um, so I had to borrow my friend's pump to pump it out because yeah. there was no way that I could just not not pump. Right. right. And I pumped for about three weeks and every oh time gosh. I pumped, I was pumping like Six, you know, I was filling up a little six yes. ounce thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was pumping out a lot of milk. Ugh. And this time around, it came in, but luckily I did not have to pump. It dried okay. up on its own. Okay. Um, but I bled for like two weeks. Like I just now like stopped bleeding. It oh my gosh. has my body has definitely taken a longer time to recover sure. yeah. this go round. Yeah. Wow. So I do feel like, you know, jobs, I am blessed in the fact that I do have a job that allows me to have time off, but not mm -hmm. everybody has that option right. and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, okay. Well, is there anything, I mean, other than the milk thing, is there anything you wish you would have known? <laughs> I just... I wish I would have known more yeah. about pregnancy. Yeah. And I feel like that's so naive to say, but people don't talk about these things. Mm -hmm. Like when I, you know, hearing the, you know, terminating for medical reasons, I was like, okay, I am now part of this group. Let me figure out, are there resources? Are there support groups, mm -hmm. you know? Because people don't talk about it. And right. I don't know if they are ashamed for, you know, thinking that they would be judged. Mm -hmm. um, so I wish I knew every everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Even, yeah. though, even though it's impossible to know everything, sure. I just wish I knew more. Yeah. I, I wish I knew that, like, these things can happen. Mm -hmm. And it's more common than you realize. And yeah. miscarriages are more common than you realize, mm -hmm. you know. Right. I had my surgery Friday, the Wednesday, that, that same week on Wednesday, my neighbor had a miscarriage. Wow. <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah, you are surrounded by these things more than you think. And you're, you're not alone because mm. um, I felt very alone. I felt very, very alone. Mm. And I'm happy that, you know, I did find Yet We Thrive. Mm. Um, and I did find, you know, other resources. And I have a therapist. And everybody 
doesn't have that option. Yeah. Um, and I also, if I could say anything to women of color in particular, mm-hmm. I just want them to know that it happens to us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was another thing. Like, even though I found the resources and like groups and everything, um, I didn't see too many women of color talking yeah. about it. I saw one other African American woman talk about it. One. Wow. wow. And that adds a, yes. another whole element to it too. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And then like, you know, just if I could tell people anything, just don't get discouraged. Mm. You know, you see people having babies, you see announcements mm-hmm. and I listened to the podcast about the announcements mm-hmm. that y'all did. Yeah. Um, because it's so easy to get triggered when you see yeah. an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we, when we were pregnant, this go around, we didn't announce and I saw people announcing and I was like, you're announcing too soon. Anything oh. could happen. <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, I get really sometimes I get discouraged and I'm like, well, will it ever happen? Because if all of this taught me anything, it taught me that I did want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And it has taught me that trivial things like gender don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, I know gender disappointment is real. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. But it's a real thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it does not matter as long as your baby is healthy. Right. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's what I would tell people, like, you know, don't be discouraged. Try Mm. to stay positive because I think that's very important. Yeah. Well, we say here all the time at We Thrive that um, we don't discriminate because miscarriage and stillbirth and infertility, infant loss, all of that, none of, they don't discriminate. And so we're really grateful that you were able to, I mean, we're, we're two white girls here trying to talk. And <laughs> so even though we aren't discriminating, it helps when we can have people from other communities come on and and say, you can tell other women of color, you're not alone. I'm here too. And we can't do that. Right. We can say oh, those things, yeah. but we're just so grateful that you are willing to come on, especially so soon after yeah. losing so that you can let other women know that they're not alone and that's that's huge. That's a really big deal. Thank you. I my friends are like, I don't know how you are holding on, like how you're being so strong. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just taking it day by day. Yes, and that's really I'm all we can do. Together. Yeah, yeah. It's all we can do. One day at a time. Sometimes it's one minute at a time. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. Two days after my first surgery, I went to my friend's baby shower. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. Oh, Jasmine. <laughs> yes, oh. I did not think that I was going to go, yeah. but I I went and it actually ended up being good because I got to see a lot of friends that I hadn't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Sometimes, you know, we shy away from things that we think may not, or like we may not be able to do, yeah. but sometimes they can end up helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I was going to say, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I know this is probably the wrong crowd, but You're don't ask women when they're having children. Oh, yeah. yes. No, that's, this is not the wrong crowd for that because that's that can be such a huge trigger when people ask if or when 
it's nobody's business. (laughs) Yes, it's nobody's business because you never know what someone's going through. Right. Or like, you know, if they're struggling with infertility or if they're struggling, like, you know, with with someone who's like me and they're struggling with loss, like I can get pregnant. I can hold on to a pregnancy, Mm -hmm. but it's just producing a healthy baby. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's that. And I would tell any woman who has dealt with any of this, um, it's okay to be happy and then be Mm -hmm. sad Mm -hmm. and experience that all all at once. Yes. 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 That's life. Um, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, it is. Cause I was, I was happy and I was sad and it's okay to, you don't have to be depressed about, like, you don't have to stay in that depression Mm -hmm. or like feel bad all the time. No, I was gonna say I had to unfollow some of the pages because it was just like constantly depressing. And I'm like, I don't want to stay in that depressed state. Right. Right. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. So that was going to bring me to my next question is what are some things that you intentionally did to help you not stay in that, you know, that state of mind um, of being sad or depressed all the time. And you had mentioned, you know, unfollowing people, but is there anything you and your husband did specifically like um, as a couple together that kind of helped you um, just stay strong for one another? We try to make time for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We try to make time for each other, even if it's as simple as like having coffee yeah. together in the morning. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. a small intentional things that really make such a big difference. Yeah. Yes, sure. we so we try to do that, try to get out of the house mm-hmm. because sometimes the walls can enclose us in. Oh yeah. You know, they they start to feel small, so Yeah. We do that and we just talk. We talk communication is key. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, communication oh, yes. is key. Oh, yeah. You know, just just talking to each other and my husband is like a comedian, so <laughs> <laughs> That helps. That really helps. Yeah. Feels good to laugh. laugh. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it it does feel good to to laugh and like he was when we found out, you know, because the second baby was a girl. So when we found out that Mm. she was sick, I was like, oh my gosh, I just need like a glass of wine. And (laughs) so you know, so he's like, so he's like, well, I guess it doesn't matter now. Like, go ahead and have the wine. So I had a glass of wine. And I was like, oh, I'm nauseous. And he goes, she's in there like, oh, no, the womb is spinning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Yes, it's good to have husbands that lighten lighten the load. Lighten the load. Yeah. Yeah. That's so helpful. Yeah. He is. um, (laughs) That's cute. he, He definitely helps me laugh and like keeps me on my toes and whatnot mm-hmm. um and get a pet yes answers <laughs> yes. your all problems yes get, get a, pet. a pet get a pet we don't disagree no no oh yeah, get a pet. Awesome. i have been wanting a dog for like two years and i finally got my dog you got your dog <laughs> thank goodness they yes. really are a good salve for the soul they really are <laughs> yes they they are but that's that's what I would say. Just try to. My therapist tells me to try to find something every day mm. that is like do something every day that's intentional and makes me feel good. Mm. And so that's a piece of advice that I could pass if I could yeah. pass that on to yeah. like yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's just do so something good. intentional, yeah. something that feels good. Mm. Self care is key. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times those small intentional things 
are so much more effective than like a big thing. You know, right. you could go to Europe and then you would feel good while you're there, but then that doesn't, that's not continuing the care. And I mean, go to Europe if you can go to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, just the small and essential things, having coffee with your husband in the morning or snuggling up with your dog or going for a walk, just those little things that nurture our souls right. that just can help you every day. Yes, for for sure. I mean, even if like it's taking the time to, for me, I know when I do my makeup, mm-hmm. it's like a complete therapeutic yeah. session for oh, me. Yeah. Just I have my too. music plan and yep. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Yep, I am totally the same way. Yes. So, yeah, so even if it's something that small for five minutes, it helps. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the difference it makes when yeah. you just put it into yourself just a little bit and then you can, and you're able to pour into other people so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I just loved everything that you shared and everything you said and mm-hmm. just um, your encouragement. Man, yes. I can just hear and see your heart just uh, to encourage women. And I just think, I think that's awesome, especially everything Mm. that you've been through just recently as well. So, well, this month is all about bringing awareness and the best way to do that is by sharing our stories. Um, We do realize how big of a deal this is and we don't want to put any pressure on anybody to sharing if that isn't for you. So, but if you are willing to share and want to share, feel free to go onto our website um, at yetwethrive.com. Um, and there is a tab there on, is it the- click on the podcast tab and then there's a Google form that you can fill out and send our way so we can see that you would like to be on the podcast as well, just like Jasmine and share your story because your story is going to help people. Mm-hmm. And even when I had contacted Jasmine, I knew she was pregnant a second time, but things were looking iffy and, um, she agreed to come on, but then it was like a while since I heard from her and she's like, okay, I just got off the phone with my doctor. And I was like, that was, a, that was crazy timing. And I was like, well, if it's too soon, you don't have to, you don't have to share. We don't want to make you. And she was like, no, I want to, I want to come on and I want to help other women. I want them to not feel alone. And so yes. I just love that heart. And I know that your story is going to impact so many people and you are going to make people feel less alone. And that's a huge deal. So I just thank you so thank much you. for coming. And for joining us, even though we had technical difficulties at the beginning, <laughs> yes. we it made is it. All good. Yes. I want to. I want to say thank you to you, Lindsay. I just thank you for being there. Oh. You have helped me so much in um, ways that you probably don't know, and I'm sure you have helped plenty of other women. Um, so I just, I just want to specifically say thank you to you. Oh, thank you. I'm tearing up. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> makes me feel like I'm doing it. <laughs> doing what I set out to do so oh well thank you Jasmine it was so good to see your face our listeners won't get to do that except for your picture (laughs) but oh it's good to talk to you hear your voice and get to know you a little bit better but thank you for joining us and join us next week for another story thanks for joining us today on the yet we thrive podcast if you enjoyed today's episode go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media you can find us on facebook or instagram at yet we thrive or at yetwethrive.com If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.